Welcome to another episode of Infographic Instant with Brian Michael. In this episode, we're going to be looking at the question of government size, structure, and the way that government size and structure changes over time in response to a changing macroeconomic environment. In the previous infographics, we've discussed a little bit about government size and structure, and we've prevent, provided several theories about why such size and structure might change in response to a changing macro environment. In one of the infographics, we've described the transactions cost approach to organization. In that approach, we see organization as a technology for minimizing transaction costs. As it becomes cheaper to produce, consume, and transfer resources inside of government, we expect government to grow. As it becomes cheaper to allocate resources in the private sector, we expect government to shrink. Moreover, as government helps insulate against the costs of a changing macroeconomy, we also expect government to grow. Now how do we understand the change of government over time in response to these changes? Well, China provides one example, and we see in the infographic a data compiled by Zhang in 2010. Of course, you should see the paper for yourself for more details. We provide a summary as follows. As shown in the infographic, there's two types of data we use to look at the size of government and its structure. The first set of data relate to over the level of overall government expenditure. We plot this level in log values on the left, on the vertical axis, on the horizontal axis, we plot an index of provincial expenditure, namely relating to the volume of provincial expenditure uh, as related, particularly in this way, we can understand the relationship between provincial level government expenditure and general government expenditure. Now what we see are four stages of uh, structural change in the Chinese government structure. In the first epoch, if you will, we see decentralization from roughly 1980 until 1984-85. In this epoch, we see a decrease in provincial expenditure without necessarily seeing any decrease in general or overall government expenditure. Indeed, we see a slight drop-off from that period and on into the late 80s. In the second era, we see provincialization. As provincial-level expenditure grows rapidly throughout the late 80s and 90s. In the third stage, we see a recentralization as a central government expenditure increases at the expense of provincial-level expenditure. Finally, in the fourth epoch, we see combined growth as central government and provincial governments increase their spending in tandem. Now, what does this mean for our theory of government's, government organization and its response to economic change? Well, we know that China experienced very radical economic change during that period. 
uh, the 80s was the takeoff period. The 90s was the time of rapid economic growth and particularly trade-related growth in the in the uh, ocean-adjacent provinces such as in Shanghai, uh, Guangzhou, and so forth. In general, we try not to make any conclusions that range across countries given the uniqueness of this data set. However, we know that there should not be a, a general push for downsizing a government or centralization, decentralization in broad philosophical terms. In general, we should use data in order to right-size government in order to respond to changing transaction costs and other changes in the macro environment. This has been another Infographic Instant with Brian Michael.